everyone, and welcome to the Fan Fight Podcast. I am Danielle Riendo, and I am joined, as always, by Fan Bites wrestling section head expert, uh, podcast aficionado, LB Hunk Tears. How are you today, LB? Oh, I'm so tired. How are you, Danielle? <laughs> I am. It is like a very moody day here in New York City. It has been raining. It's been really humid and really cloudy and really moody. But I'm not moody. I would I'm in love a, great a thunderstorm. Mood. I'm in a good I'm jealous. Mood. Are you jealous? I would love a thunderstorm right now. That sounds like just the thing. Yeah. My cats don't love it. They're not in love with it. The dogs are just confused usually with thunderstorms. They bark a little at the thunder and then they're just like, what do we do? Uh, but my cats are just like, what do we kill? To make this stop i hate it uh so you know it's it's uh they got a lot of fighting spirit i would say my cats um yeah fighting spirit huh wow yeah. we just transitioned seamlessly oh yeah well i just ruined it because i just went just well <laughs> and also my, i made a big sound i made a big noise because my phone <laughs> fell down we did that so, so smoothly fine. and then just dropped the ball. That's that's we my were so fault. surprised that's by our own smoothness. <laughs> that's what you know what that's what we do here. We do fun things. And you know what else we do? We recover. Just like all the great fighters. When we get hit, do we sit there? No. We get right back up and we get right back to podcasting like we were. So what we do here on the Fan Fight Podcast is we watch a pro wrestling match courtesy LB and we watch an MMA fight courtesy me not that I did the fight I just watched them and, and put them <laughs> in the right place for LB to watch them uh, and then we discuss them we come together it's the the predator handshake meme uh, but it's very literal and very cute and very fun and we have a good time with it and we always start with pro wrestling LB you gave me such a grapply match today I really appreciate that I so okay Here's so this week we our wrestling match was the uh, Wrestle Kingdom Eight Shinsuke Nakamura versus uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi main event okay. uh, from 2014 for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh. And the reason I chose this is that uh, I wanted to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a fucking great. That. <laughs> that's a good reason to watch it. Uh yeah, that's it. That's my re- that was my reason. I was like trying to find something that was like recent. I was like I don't know. I was like you know what? I'm in a bad mood. I was really depressed uh, because the world sucks. Yeah. And uh, you know what is a great way of distracting from that? Yeah. As always for me, looking at Hiroshi Tanahashi. And this was your first Tanahashi match, I believe so. Um, yes. Yeah. Was this the gentleman with the beautiful pic- blonde hair? Yes. Yeah, so you've seen okay. many pictures of him. Yes. Okay. When I when we did the wrestler picture stream. Yes. Uh, he's the wrestler who probably broke Merritt's brain the most. Yes. With, say, wait, that was the picture where he is in a little apron and his backpack has a face, right? The the apron one, that's him. The uh, okay. the like poodle hairdo oh, and the hair right, salon was the him. Oh, the poodle. Uh, yes, yes, yes. The wallet chain golden ratio vagina bone was him. Excellent, excellent, uh, yes. The shower photos... I believe I was able to get some of those in there. Oh, the shower! Uh, he yeah. is a the the Falcon, uh, the throne. I mean, he's a a huge, huge, huge fucking star, um, and really charismatic, really good looking. Obviously, he is gorgeous. And as you, yeah, I beautiful, just have to say. beautiful human being. Yeah. Um, and as you have now seen, incredibly talented. Yes. Uh, 
his he's kind of in de- his decline right now. Um, and they're actually doing a whole storyline about it in New Japan, where he's like he's a ta- his tag team partner like used to idolize him, and now Tanahashi's getting older, and he has you know his he just can't do go like he used to, mm-hmm. and it's really good. But I also did just kind of want to see him going like he used to. Yeah, uh, yeah, and. Yeah, from like the mid 2000s to the mid 2010s ish, uh, Nakamura and Tanahashi were like the the the, the big 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 stars. Okay, uh, they were like the up and com- the up and comers, and then at this point they were like the established superstars uh, of New Japan, and they kind of reinvigorated the company, um, made it m- gave it more kind of mainstream appeal. Obviously, as like how can you? How can you not find these like very charismatic, very like sparkly, shiny, even if they aren't technically sparkly? They they feel like they should have sparkles on them. They they feel um, like they have a sheen to them. Yeah, like there's a special really sheen to these two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Nakamura, um, I for some reason didn't have any pictures. You know, the thing is that all the pictures I have of Nakamura, I have a lot of pictures of him, are of his like regular fashion in the world uh-huh. which i find delightful uh-huh. it's a lot of like patterned pants and little hats um, oh he, that's so cute he's yeah he's wonderful he's he like he's in wwe now uh and i don't think he's had like a good match in uh four years oh boy. Um, oh no but i honestly am like i kind of respect it because it's not like he's trying. He's not trying to have a good match. Right. He's, he's just, just doing like, him at this point. He's getting a paycheck. Yeah, that's fine. Showing up, being yeah. massively charismatic. Um, he's still massively charismatic. He's still adorable. And uh, making... Because, I mean, the, the WWE schedule is, you know, you do... When they're in the non-coronavirus times, when they are when they do live shows, you, you wrestle like four times a week. You don't have fucking energy to do lot. a good match. That's a lot. That's way too much. Uh, so yeah, he does does a lot of surfing um, in drawings and uh, loves. I just I I love him. He's like the. I feel like he's the Rihanna of mm. wrestling mm-hmm. to me. Okay, All right. because they're both Pisces. They have like a similar vibe of like they're going to go for it and go really hard and do it when it matters and when it counts. And the rest of the time, it's like, you don't need to do extra stuff. Yeah. Rihanna doesn't need to put out new albums all the time. Shinsuke Nakamura doesn't need to to do good matches a lot. Anyways. That's my read. That's my very important read that I need to get out to the world. (laughs) (laughs) But Tanahashi is like the opposite. He's always going. He's always giving it his all. He like completely feeds off of the audience um he loves his job of being the ace of the universe um (laughs) he starred in a movie called my dad is a heel wrestler that i reviewed for a fan fight that i loved where he basically plays a fictional version of himself except he plays a bad except he's a bad guy in as a wrestler but he oh Um, i see but he's he's a baby face normally then he's yeah he's usually a baby face or like a He'll play, he can play like a, not a full heel, but like a... Heel light? Mm, like a distant figure that doesn't take other, it's a, his opponent so seriously. Okay. He's done that a few times okay. and it's good. All right. Um, 
but he's the best, I feel like, as this, you know, tenacious, high ponytailed good guy. Yeah. Which he's like in full form here. Um this so this was 2014. This was over the Intercontinental Championship, which is the secondary title. They had feuded before over the heavyweight championship. Mm. Um their feud at, at this point was already like a decade old. Um <laughs> Wow. Ish, yeah. Like maybe maybe nine years, I guess. Um so this was this it's always a huge deal for them to have like a big match together. The heavyweight championship was also defended on this show, and it was not the main event because even though it is always the main event, it was not the main event here because Nakamura and Tanahashi are like at the caliber of stardom where that's going to be the main no matter what. Yeah. Um, and you can, I don't know, you can really feel that. I didn't give you the entrances, uh, partially because like <laughs> Nakamura has had a lot of great entrances in, in his career. This was not one of them. Uh, <laughs> It's like he's doing the he's like Nakamura is pretty heelish in this match. Um, he kind of transitioned eventually to being more of a babyface or like a kind of a middle middle ground, chaotic, interesting, charismatic, slightly bad guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here he's pretty heelish and like his entrance he has it's very showgirls actually. There's like girls on poles. And he comes down with, like, this woman doing kind of, like, a modern dance thing? Wow. Okay. Okay. It's real fucking weird. All right. All uh, right. It also lasts, like, five minutes, which is why I didn't give it to you. Because yeah. <laughs> this is, like, a longish match for us anyways. But, so, yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura is the champion. He's defending against Tanahashi. He is not taking Tanahashi seriously, which is a little ridiculous because they've had a rivalry for like 10 years and you you don't have a rivalry with somebody unless they can like really hold up. Right. Uh, But yeah, he's like, he's being a real disrespectful little dick, (laughs) which is honestly, I feel like Nakamura at his most charming. Um, which you were, what did, like, so what did you think of these two like very cartoonish? Yeah. And like appeal, like I feel like very appealingly cartoonish figures, but yeah, yeah, they look like action figures, like just like beautiful, gorgeous, muscled, chiseled men in their tight pants, and they're just going for it, and they're just going after each other. I I liked that vibe. Uh, Again, that like makes me think of pro wrestling in my sort of limited understanding of it, especially before doing this podcast where I've learned so much. I have learned so very much. I know now that wrestling can be many, many things. Um, but I also do have this, like, you know, Plato's pro wrestling in the cave, you know, uh, does look a bit like, <laughs> like muscly people, not necessarily men, but like muscled up people in, uh, tight pants doing cool fucking moves and yelling at each other. Like, so, so I mean, this, this does, you know, reflect the shadows on the cave wall of my brain, uh, for pro wrestling. I think that's absolutely right. I mean, this is also, this is the fucking Tokyo Dome. Yeah. This is the biggest show of the year. Spectacle is the name of the game. And so you've got the spectacle. You've got the huge crowd going nuts. Yes. Because I believe this was the one where actually the uh, the fans voted to have this one be the main event. Oh, that's um, rad. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I believe that was this one. Wow. And, uh, 
so everybody's losing their fucking mind. I mean, you can hear commentaries excited. Oh, like, yeah. Like Nakamura and Tanahashi again, like they really, especially Tanahashi, really, really shine in this like high level, high spotlight environment. Uh, so the spectacle aspect, like even though the actual wrestling is also really good, and it's a, you know a well structured, well put together match. It's not my absolute favorite of the two of there, but mm-hmm. I think my favorite is the one where Nakamura knocks uh, Tanahashi's tooth out of his mouth. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they, like, it's a serious fucking rivalry <laughs> that lasted a really long time and, like, had things like that. Like, that wasn't, uh, like, that happened. That his tooth came out of his head in real life. Wow. In a pro wrestling match. Wow. They, they, they went for it in this rivalry. Yeah. God damn. And that's beautiful to me. God damn. I believe they're, they're still buddies, even though they're in different companies, but. Yeah, I hope I just... they're buddies. I would hope that they have that level of uh, respect and trust at this point. Oh, you yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. I think they they definitely do. Um, but yeah, just uh, the charisma. They really do look like action figures. They like this hair on Tanahashi oh. is one of my absolute favorite. Like he's had so many great hairstyles over the years. And I actually have really loved his like later like Texas MILF hair that he's done <laughs> with like where he's gotten, where he's put the curlers in yeah. and it's been a little bit more elaborate and poodly. But <laughs> this is like the classic high ponytail, little braids leading up into it. He looks like, yeah, he looks like an action figure. He like the first time I saw him, I, or maybe it was the first time I saw, I don't even remember if I saw My Hero Academia or if I saw, started watching New Japan first. I think it was like similar time frames, but he just has always reminded me of All Might, or All Might has always reminded mm, me of Tom Hashi. Yes, I, I knew there was something. Yeah. I knew there was something. And I've actually seen at least a little. I haven't seen that much anime. Uh, we all know I have an anime life coach. Uh, but, of course, I haven't seen my anime life coach in a long time because you, know, you can't be indoors with other people right now much. Um, sucks. Which really does suck because, you know, I'm missing it. I'm missing my friend, first yeah. and foremost, but also my anime life coach. But yes, I knew there was something that like this was recalling for me. I knew there was something anime, and that's absolutely what it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, but it's that very like, just the beacon of hope, the beacon of goodness and shiny brightness. And I always, I do call him, a, I do call Tanahashi a milf a lot. Sure. Uh, sure. Partially yeah. because is Tan is Hiroshi Tanahashi. A large-chested, blonde ponytailed Starbucks lover with a small dog. Right, 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 right. Yes, yes, he is. yes. He simply is that. Does he love shopping and uh, Insta- and posting selfies on Instagram? Yes, he does. Is he beloved by all moms everywhere? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, my mom does not watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know what she does do though? What does she follow Tanahashi on Instagram? Oh my god. Oh my god. He is so. This is a true question. This is a true question. Okay. It sounds like he is both MILF and also, like, the MILF that MILFs want to be. You know MILF what I'm saying? MILF for MILF, yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's a MILF for MILF thing, but also he's he's he is a MILF. Like, he's both of yeah, those things. Yeah, it's an aspirational. It's an aspirational, aspirational MILF. MILF. Thing. Yeah. I love this for him. I love this for him. Yeah. No, his Instagram is, like, so fucking cute. Uh, he also... So the other reason I wanted to watch this is because I am like, I'm not psyched about wrestling happening right now. Sure. Um, as I've said over and over and over and over again. But like, what I am psyched about is this video that uh, 
it wasn't it wasn't New Japan. It wasn't Tanahashi. It was some kind of like dog organization in Japan. Okay. Okay. They like filmed him interacting with his dog and put it on YouTube. And like that's the only wrestling content I want to see right now. I just sent you a picture of his dog. Oh my god. Her name is Hana. <gasps> Hana. Hana. Oh my god, Hana. Yeah. Oh my god. For those at home, if you can't see Hana. That's okay, because Hana is a beautiful, tiny little dog, like a very floofy, very small, has those cute little teddy bear face and, and like really cute teddy bear eyes. Hana is a little dog I would love to have. A toy poodle, apparently, Hana, and, and like a golden, beautiful golden she color. She looks like a little piece of fried chicken. Yeah, she does. She looks like a little piece of fried chicken. You could just give her little, little nibbles on her little head and she'd probably love it. Just a little... Oh, she's so cute. Wow. So yeah, I don't want to see wrestling right now. I want wrestlers to be safe. Tanahashi is in particular has been doing like talk shows and variety shows and stuff. I don't want him to be doing that. I want him to be very safe. Yeah. At home with his secret family and his not secret dog. Yes. Um, yes. Wow. Yeah. That's what I want. Uh, and also his not secret family of boys uh, that he, he's very involved in the uh, new Japan dojo. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Where they train, uh, the young the youngins and the youngins they're like in their like they're like slightly younger than us um but yeah he's like he <laughs> sure so yeah. he's got hit those kids too he takes care of and make sure they're they're training right and they're eating right and yeah they're eating their veggies their brown rice and veggies <laughs> sorry showgirls <laughs> sorry i'm sending you one more time like the thing is look at him with his bananas just, he just like it look it feels good to look at him. Yes, it does. Uh, it's wholesome. Went, it is both wholesome and he's got hot. those dimples. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's like this muscle man with beautiful dimples and this perfect smile and milf hair. Oh, I like, love him. He's wonderful. And actually, I don't want to like. I feel like I'm not giving Shinsuke Nakamura his due because Shinsuke Nakamura is an incredible wrestler. One. Yeah. Two. Has an incredible Instagram. That's a lot of his. It's a lot of just surfing pictures. Um, well, I love that for him too. Oh my god, what a surfer! Yeah, look at him surfing. There's a picture of him surfing. Also, I can't really see the board. I'm assuming it's just under the water a little bit there, but it does look like he's walking on water a little. It does. Yeah. <laughs> he's also like a really good artist. Um, he does like he has like a, his own like art t-shirts and like i sent you some of his line stickers that he's released oh my god he seems like he has a really good i don't know these are such talented wonderful people like i want to hang out with them when it's safe yeah i really you know when it's safe i would go hang out with both of these gentlemen in a park with masks on right now like you know six feet away like that would be fun for me they could draw for me they could demonstrate surfing you know could all work out we could all work out together in a socially distant way yeah honestly (sighs) I would love that. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, God, I love them both. Yeah. Nakamura is, like, he still has this great hair. He, his looks are, like, so cool. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. He's just so cool. I think that's part of the thing. Like, early Nakamura, he was going really, really, really hard 24-7. And then he realized, like, if he just can amp the coolness up, he doesn't need to go all out as much. And he can and so have he can, time like, for preserve surfing. his body. Yeah. And yeah, you can have a, your body cannot be completely destroyed. I feel like surfing is good for your body. 
Yeah. If you don't like hurt yourself, of course, there's always the possibility of hurting yourself. But like the motions of surfing, I've only surfed a couple of times, so I'm not an expert, but it does seem like surfing is very akin to swimming, which is very good for your body. Other than obviously you could always do something too much, but like generally it does seem as if surfing is like an activity you can enjoy well into, you know, your middle and later age, as long as you're doing it safely. And like, I love this for him. I want him to look great and enjoy surfing and art his whole life, you know? Yeah, and have that undercut forever. Yeah, honestly, he could rock that when he's 72 and be like, look at me, I'm 72. There's a certain, there are certain kinds of people who can have an undercut forever and it looks great. Yeah. Um, uh, Obayashi, the director of House, who died recently. Yes. Uh, you've seen House too, right? Oh, of course. The, yes. Okay. He had an undercut for like a really long time. Oh I saw him God. do a Q&A. He, he was like this old man with a little undercut. And I was like, you can really do it. You can you can have it all. You can, in fact, have it all. You can have an undercut in your 70s. I love this. I, I might try to do this in my life. I'm not going to lie. Maybe like, that's I might. like my 70th birthday present for myself. <gasps> getting like a get really good undercut, undercut and then putting yeah. a bucket hat on top and then revealing the undercut and being like, look at my hair. I think that would be cool. I'm just, do you, you know. Any, like weird old age goals? I, um honestly, I have a lot of old age goals, but they're mostly like, attrition things they're mostly like uh-huh. i want to be the oldest person still doing jujitsu i want to be 82 and fucking submitting 50 year olds and be like look at me that's awesome i love that <laughs> so like i genuinely think about this a lot like a lot of the time truly spend a lot of my life thinking about how i can keep being uh in at least some combat sports into like ridiculously old age so yes <laughs> Sorry, a car alarm is now going off right out the moment though. Yo, what's up, Lil Jordo in the cut? Here to pull this shit together when the show gets interrupted. Birds of a feather, we gon' wait a way to jump kit. Be like whatever, back to better, that's a long kit. Oh boy, okay. Ah. Uh. Where were we? Let's, you know what? Actually, I do need to look at Tanahashi's face again just to calm myself down. Yeah. Let's, oh, there let's we go. do a healing look at his beautiful, beautiful face. Oh, look at that punim. That <sighs> punim. <sighs> I don't need to fight anybody. Everything's going to be okay. Tanahashi's here. He's got some bananas. Yeah. He's looking into my eyes. Oh. His dimples are popping. He's giving you good, happy MILF energy. You know, he's, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. His entrance song now, it wasn't then. His entrance song now is just called Love and Energy. Oh, that's so good. And that's one of his catchphrases is love and energy. I love that. And I'm just looking at him and I'm getting the love and energy. I don't want to fight this Jeep person anymore. Yeah. uh, Jordo definitely did have a good note here uh, saying put the Jeep in an arm bar, which I feel like, like I could see this. And the armbar means you pop the tire off, like in in a in an armbar fashion. But like that's the arm of a car, right? Is like the front. So I wrap tire. my. So how am I exactly am I going to do that? Well, I guess in this scenario, the Jeep is you know human sized. Uh, just just for for context here. Um, okay. And then what I think you, I could wrap my arms around a tire, maybe. Are tires big? Tires are pretty big, but uh, okay. <laughs> I think you could absolutely probably wrap your your body around a tire. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think so. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I just pull it until it pops. Yep. You're going to use uh, your whole body as like a torque 
You're gonna okay. you're gonna put your arms, you know, real close to your chest. You're gonna uh, cross your legs, n- not cross them, but like have them real tight against the rest of the body, and then you use your whole body, uh, like right where your where your hips are. You want that right on the joint, and just use your whole body. I've been getting more arm bars lately. I'm just just want to note that I've been getting some of them from really weird sneaky places. So I'm happy about that. I really just want to open my window and start screaming, "Hey, I'm trying to podcast up here, asshole!" Yeah, that you're gonna start a fan fight. You're gonna start a whole <laughs> fan fight right there. <sighs> I don't hear it anymore, TBH. Yeah, no, it stopped ages ago. That's why we started. I'm sorry. This was me going back to podcasting. Oh, good. I thought. Okay. Pod- this was. Yeah. We're doing it, Jordan. We're doing I, it. Thank you for your edit, Jordan. That's the energy we want. Thank you. Thank you for all of it. And LB, I'm so glad that you're here <sighs> to armbar this this car. <laughs> Me too. Okay. So I don't even know where to jump back in. I think at this point. I, I mean, th- I think we we got it. I mean, Tanahashi wins. He uh he's he's working uh, Nakamura's knee a bunch. Uh, yes. Nakamura's trying to get those his I mean like the knee is Nakamura's offense, right? Mm-hmm. He does these great knees. Uh he does the the Bomeyes is like sliding knee strike. That's really cool that you see him do. Um, he's a very knee focused guy. I think his thing is he like was a uh, did like some kind of or the the mythology is that he was some kind of kickboxer or something. Ah, um, okay. Which he probably was. Like I think you had to learn real fighting back then uh, when he was in the when he was training. Okay. Um, but yeah, like he's uh, at this point, his style is very is, is nothing like actual sport kickboxing. I feel like you don't <laughs> okay. usually do a lot of. Come There's on. also many styles of kickboxing, so you know he could be like, "Hey, yeah. this is uh, you know, chill style kickboxing <laughs> or something." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Dutch style, like Thai style, charismatic dickhead, charismatic style. dickhead kickboxing. <laughs> Fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, his his knees are a lot of his offense. So Tanahashi's really working the knees. Uh, a lot of like the he does a lot of like Texas clover leaves. He does some nice uh, dragon screw leg whips, which are oh. the thing where he grabs the leg and twists it, which is one of my favorite. He does that. It looks so fucking cool. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. I feel like that would be un- very unpleasant. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it hurt. Twisting your knee in ways it doesn't go hurts like hell. Yeah, I bet. I bet it does. <laughs> it really hurts a lot. <laughs> but yeah, he's working the knee, working the knee. He does a, you know, Texas Cloverleaf. And then finally, that kind of gets Nakamura in position. So Tanahashi can hit two high fly flows, which are his big um, off the top frog splashes that he did at the end. Ooh. And pick up the win. Oh. For... For moms everywhere. For moms, for milfs in your town and mine. Everywhere. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I really God, love what it. if that Jeep is owned by a milf? Right? It could very well be owned right? by a milf. I, in which case, you know, I we can say, I'm her. sorry, ma'am. I armbarred your car. <laughs> but would you like uh, another coffee? I'll buy you another coffee uh, for your trouble. <laughs> sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, ma'am. That's like my, that's my vibe. <laughs> In general, is I'm sorry, ma'am, vibe. I say that a lot. I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> Madam, may I wreck your car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, 
Yeah, that was a smash. Yeah. It's good. I love the two of them. I just want to... I feel like their shit together, especially, is just, like, a really good pick-me-up for me. Yeah. Their chemistry together is... Like, they're great with other people, for sure, but their chemistry together just, like, fuels me and nourishes me in ways that I really need right now. Yeah. So I'm glad you enjoyed this. I loved it. It was a good vibe. It was a very fun vibe and a very good vibe. I like that there was a triangle in it because I love triangles so much. <laughs> that makes me happy. Yeah. That makes sure. me happy. I saw it. I was like, yes. Like, it's Danielle, at least we'll like this one thing. I don't have any tattoos, LB, but I've been mm-hmm. thinking about getting a triangle. Like just a, the shape? Yeah. Well, because, I, I mean, something super stylized, but a triangle because okay. it's like, I love triangles. Also met my partner at Triangles Everywhere. Also, right. it's my favorite submission. Also, there's a lot of gay fun energy and like reclaiming gay fun energy from a triangle. And there's also yeah. like a lot of just triangles are a good shape. So sacred geometry. It's sacred geometry. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I think it's. I'm a big fan of tattoos. I think you should do it. I, uh, I have none. One of I am the only queer woman in their 30s in the universe who doesn't have a tattoo. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's like, yeah, actually, that's correct. <laughs> I feel like there's some religions that prevent you from having tattoos, such as mine. But okay. I also don't follow that. Okay. Because I have tattoos. Right. I mean, so. that's also fine. I, I like. I feel like. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe there are people. Who, I'm sure there's people who are afraid of needles, though. Sure. 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 But I just yeah, I don't general, think I've met that's true. like another queer woman uh, who has had who has not had a tattoo in like many, many, many years <laughs> to the point where it's just like, I think I'm the only, I'm the only one now. So. I mean, I feel like I've probably met some, but it's again, it's like, I can't think of any, like I couldn't think of any movies about uh, boring men who would get a lot of female attention. Right. Like, I literally can't think of one. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Which is something you brought up uh, in yeah. uh, discussion of genres you don't like. Um, again, couldn't think of one of those. Can't think of any. Yeah. I yeah. just, some things don't stick in my little brain. Um, yeah. I have tattoos. I'm a big fan. Uh-huh. Uh, some of my old age goals include tattoos. Good. 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 Yeah. Like I'm going to get like a really sexy, like, like you've never, have you ever, I guess you don't have any tattoos. So you maybe not spent any time in like tattoo parlors. I've certainly but, like, gone with friends when they were getting them. So yeah. have you seen like in the, when you had in the back, the flash sheets often get sexier. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, yeah, I want to get, like, one of the, like, really, like, weird, horny tattoos in the back from the back of the tattoo shop. Sure. Then I turn, like, 50. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. That's, like, one of my goals. Yeah. And then when I turn 80, I think I'm going to start smoking again. Oh, my God. If I make it to 80, I'm going to start smoking cigarettes again. Uh, uh, Oh, oh, Jordan. No, no, no. I'm going to do it, Jordan. It's a good good plan. This is a really (laughs) good plan. Jordan does not like this one. I want to get a tattoo that has the voice of Jodie Foster that makes that gets really jealous when I date Dana Scully from the X Files, and it makes it makes me do weird things. It's a good episode of the X Files. Watch that one. It is a good episode of the X Files. <laughs> Sorry, that was a deep cut. Um, is it? Well, I don't think of that as a deep cut at all. I'm like, of course, the Jodie Foster tattoo. The Jodie Foster the tattoo that makes people kill people. And also Dana Scully is really hot. And she finally goes on a date. And it was the first date Honestly, she went like, on Jody since Foster. watching Glengarry Glen Ross in theaters. <laughs> Jodie Foster, like, doing a thing where she makes people kill. Yeah, I think like, so. She must have really, like, processed 
and right. gotten through that right. weirdness and been like, I'm okay with addressing this again. Yeah. yeah. She's had an interesting career. Let's just be honest. What a, what, what a life. A, a hell of a career. Yeah. So, you know, I'm proud of <sighs> so, her. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nakamura, Tanahashi, Jodie Foster, the greats. We're doing a great. Well, you know who else is great? Who? Ready? I'm ready. Stipe Miocic and Daniel Cormier are both great heavyweight fighters. <laughs> Was this our first heavyweight fight? No, we did watch a Brock Lesnar uh, at did one we? point. I think. I think we did. Uh, but we, I don't normally do the you're heavyweight right, we fights. You're right, we did, we did, we did. Uh, I just don't normally do them because I don't find them nearly as interesting as the smaller and um, uh, you know faster people. But these two are actually awesome. And the reason I chose this fight, so the fight we're watching today uh, is Stipe Miocic versus Daniel Cormier won their first meeting. Uh, they are having their rubber match, which of course is the third match in a series of fights this weekend. So on Saturday, the big, 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 big fight is happening. Uh, there's almost too much hype for this fight, so I'm a little worried about it. Uh, but uh, these two have never disappointed before. So going into this, Stipe Miocic uh, had been the champion for quite a while. I think this is going to be his fourth or fifth title defense as the heavyweight champion. He is a genuinely very interesting dude. He is a firefighter. Despite being like one of the best and most elite athletes in the world, he's like, no, he's he seems incredibly humble and is like, no, I want to have my blue collar day job and keep it forever because it keeps me from being a shithead, which is like a really cool thing, actually. Uh, so he's a firefighter. He trains with mostly part-time coaches, like his boxing coach uh, also has a day job. His jujitsu coach also has a day job. Like, it's kind of framed as like a bunch of working stiffs who also are great at this and are professionals, but they don't they don't let it get to their heads, which is kind of nice and kind of cool. Uh, and Daniel Cormier, who is a very well-liked guy. He now does a lot of commentary, but he's still an active fighter. This is his last fight. He is 41 years old. Uh, in two days, it's going to be his last fight, uh, supposedly, ever. Now, you know, sometimes people retire. They come out of retirement. Who knows? He says he means it. He is an Olympic wrestler uh, and an incredible, okay, just like, next-level wrestler, this dude. Uh, and he can also hit real hard, real fucking hard. He, at the time, uh, I believe, so he has been a the light heavyweight champion a couple of times. The only guy who seems to be able to beat him at light heavyweight, which is 205, uh, was John Jones, who uh, gets in trouble a lot and has had PED, performance-enhancing yeah. drug issues, and all sorts of things. Uh, I believe the last time they faced each other, uh, Jones won, but the win was overturned. Uh, so uh, I remember that, Cormier I think. became the champion again in that in that weight class. So this was DC becoming a dual weight uh, weight class champion here, and he wins in really. Not surprising fashion, because he can hit real fucking hard, but people never quite seem to respect his hands as much as they respect his wrestling, uh, for sure. That makes sense. Uh, because he has this kind of funky style. I, I've seen Jack Slack, who uh, is a uh, like an MMA technician, uh, you know, commentator. He has a podcast. Talk about his really weird, like, mummy guard. You know how he kind of keeps his hands out in front of him, like, like the mummy kind of walking around, like, ugh, you know, kind of thing? Uh, he uses this kind of weird boxing style, which really kind of throws people off. But it worked real nicely here because he knocks out Stipe Miocic in pretty convincing and pretty quick fashion here. On their second, I, I'll just give you the, uh, the sort of the rest of the narrative uh, before we go on to talk more about this fight specifically. Uh, but in the, set, in the rematch, 
Stipe wins. Stipe is the current heavyweight champion, and he wins because Daniel Cormier was wrestling the shit out of him. He picks him up and fireman carries him and throws him on the floor at one point, which Holy is shit. incredible to see because Stipe is a 6'4 giant man. Um, but he gets hit with a lot of body shots later on in the fight and just kind of crumples. Body shots are rough. They hurt a lot. They are not fun. Uh, body shots really suck. You know, obviously it looks like it hurts more to get hit in the face. Your face is very sensitive, but body shots, whoo, they hurt. Uh, so anyway, their big rematch is coming up this weekend, which is why I chose this fight. Uh, also because it is uh, just an exciting, interesting fight to watch. There's a lot of momentum kind of going both ways. It really does feel like very, very, very closely contested until it's just not anymore and and, and Daniel Cormier just wins. So I, I probably talked a lot there, but I want to hear your thoughts on this rather quick, but also I think pretty exciting and very technical, Super actually. Super exciting. Yeah. I do have a question. Yes, please. Let's just say that name one more time real slow. Ste- the hard to say one, Stipe not Daniel Miocic. Cormier. Stipe Miocic. Yes, I believe okay. he, you know. Uh, Stipe Miocic. I just want to make sure I, I realize, I usually like will look up how to say something before, but they said it so fast in the fight that. Yeah. Because like maybe they're cold. not super confident in saying it. Totally. Uh, perhaps, he, perhaps he I'm reading into it. Croatian. But, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, he is a Croatian. He is uh, the son of Croatian immigrants. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought this was interesting. Uh, again, like, I'm not super, like, I'm definitely not as good at watching these more boxing-heavy fights as I am the more grapply ones. Sure. Um, but, yeah, Daniel Cormier has, like, a really interesting way of carrying himself. Yes. I feel like. Yes, he like, does. Like, he moves and carries himself and, like, yeah, like, his, the way you were saying he, like, holds his hands is just really interesting to me. Watching him move is, I found, like, just very compelling. And that was actually, like, my main focus was just, like, this guy carries himself and moves. And I, I, I like, I'm very curious about seeing his Olympic wrestling stuff now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, a next-level wrestler. He trains with Habib. Like, they're bros. Like, they hang out. And oh, there's cute. not a huge, there isn't a huge height difference between them either. Yeah, because he's so short. <laughs> he's 5'11", I believe, which is also yeah. the height of former... And also, like, number one featherweight, which is 145, by the way, uh, Max Holloway. They're the same height. They have, like, this adorable picture where they're just standing together. And it's just like, oh, you're the same height. Like, he's way short for a heavyweight. Way, way, way I mean, short. He was short yeah. for a light heavyweight. Um, I mean, Stipe Mayochich is six foot four. Six four, yeah. That's huge. That's hugely tall. That's a five-inch height difference. Yeah, he's a big, he's a big guy. Subtra- yeah. I just did subtraction. Um <laughs> About uh, what their height difference is. And that's a pretty major one. Yeah, it's huge. And yeah, like, the knockout was exciting and kind of unexpected. Especially because, like, I I often forget that there's, like, the announcement and titling thing at the end of these videos. So I'm like, oh, there's still a lot of minutes left. There's not going to be a knockout. (laughs) It's a knockout. Sometimes they just happen real fast. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, also watching this right after Tanahashi Nakamura, like, I didn't give myself enough of a, a gap oh, okay. between the two. Okay. So I still had wrestling brain on where I'm like, it just, where I'm expecting these like very broad, like a lot of like this, because Nakamura and Tanahashi, there's a lot of selling and uh, selling being the like something that, you know, they're a part of your body is getting worked. And so you are showing off how hurt that part of your body is. Sure. Um, 
so yeah i uh this i had to like kind of watch this one a couple times to get it because yeah that shift is like some real whiplash real fights real fights you don't (laughs) they're they're very different still uh they look different yeah yeah i feel like the it's i'm not quite ready yet to be a fan fight like an actual alley fan fighter um sure because i do think that if i got into a real fight i would just act like a pro wrestler still and not like a mma fighter uh where i would do like dramatic wrestling guy stuff and i get my ass kicked Yes. Well, real fights are also, I mean, this isn't uh, like a street fight, right? There's still right, rules. There's still like, you know, there's a lot of safety features, basically. Real fights are over and like real quick a lot of the time. Like street fights are over real fast. Yeah. Because somebody does bad one. damage real fast, usually when people are actually fighting. It's it's a, it's a lot. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to do that at all. Maybe I'm scared. It's a, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, I would not recommend doing real fighting if you can help it, because uh, that's that's the way you get real fucked up. Real fucked up. Pretty, I mean, pretty maybe bad. Maybe the good thing about the mask, us living in the masked times, is like if somebody's being really annoying in the alley while I'm trying to record a podcast or something, I need to like do a bunch of stuff before I can go outside and like get masked up. I need to wash my hands ten times and like, right. yeah. But by, by that point, I'll probably have cooled off and not want to fight anymore. Yeah. It's fair. I mean, I'm not saying don't be, you know, if, if you got to fight to protect yourself or protect somebody else, like that's... Of course, you know, yeah. You got know, to you got to know when to go. But yeah, it's... I have definitely helped break up real life fights a couple times, um, despite being the smallest person in the room. We've talked about that before, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, really yeah. cool, though. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's when uh, parts of my brain are activated faster than other parts of my brain are activated, so it's a... Uh, it's part of it. But yeah, it's uh it's a cool fight. It's an interesting fight. It is, yeah. I'm excited when- for this uh the the rematch, the rubber match. Uh I'm excited to see what happens. These are both, you know, Stipe is going to turn 38 in a couple of days. Uh and Daniel Cormier is 41. So I I kind of like that heavyweights can at least uh keep fighting much longer than apparently a lot of people in other <laughs> divisions. Um but it is it is I worry about the hype. I worry about the hype because it's like, oh, Daniel Cormier's last fight. It's his last fight. It's his last fight. Well, what if it's a huge disappointment? You know what I mean? Like, what if what if yeah. he just, like, kind of fucks it up in there? Like, does that mean, so, wait, oh, it's you're his retired? final fight yeah. in his career? He's retiring? That's so, what he's saying. question. Yeah. So if he wins the title, yes. then he'll just immediately vacate it? That's a good question. Hmm. He'll probably be asked to vacate it at some point if he... If he wins the title. Now, he also works for the UFC in another capacity. He is a commentator as well. So okay. he's he's going to be, like, in the company. <laughs> Lil Jordo says he must be defeated in his home. That's that's where it must happen. You know, go on, go to his yard and see if he <laughs> can get him, which is pretty funny. Um, I'm also looking now at, at Stipe's, uh, at his uh, Wikipedia page, and it says he's a firefighter paramedic, which makes me like him even more. Because uh, he's Aww. not just a firefighter; he's a medic, which is very cool. Uh, just like you. Yeah. I mean, he uh, paramedic is actually higher than me. I'm a basic EMT, but uh, I think yeah. It's pretty but I mean, you cool. know, they do the base. I mean, like compared in every to other me, country, paramedic is the umbrella term. <laughs> like, okay. in every other country but the U.S., when you say paramedic, I'm from yeah. foreign lands. I don't know if you knew this about me. Yes, from, <laughs> I'm the, from, from LA, the land but down I'm also under, right? Yeah, from foreign lands. Yes, where we say paramedic to just mean anybody with an ambulance. Yeah, I mean, I I actually like that better. Like honestly, yeah. No, I'm an EMT basic. I'm an EMT B. 
Uh, and like in uh, in most places, paramedic is the general term for people who work on an ambulance and do emergency medical services. But paramedic here in the U.S. Uh, means a person who can do things like intubate a patient. They can give uh, IVs, IV medications, lots of IV medications. Uh, there's just a lot more procedures they can do, and they go to a lot more school than somebody like me does. Like, well, I went to a lot of school, but not for medical stuff. I went to, you know, the course I went to to become an emergency medical technician. Uh, but uh, that's like a six-month course versus a paramedic, which is like a full-time one-year uh, of school or in some places it is a like a junior college degree uh, in other countries there are some countries where that is a four-year university degree uh, but I think there are different grades of paramedics there as well fun facts <laughs> but yeah I'm a basic EMT um, which is fine because to do the training to become a paramedic I wouldn't be able to do the rest of my career and I really like the rest of my career so I'm very happy being a basic level uh, medic well, I still think you're a hero. Oh! Regardless. I think anybody who works on ambulances, great job. Thank the you. only bad people having to do with ambulances are the ones who make ambulances cost a million dollars. Yeah, to I agree with that. Ride. I super agree with that. And EMTs aren't seeing those returns. So, yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, you it do really all the work. Really um, is. Yeah. But yeah, I thought this was cool. The, like, when Cormier gets uh, Maya Chich. Maya Chich? I already forgot. Miocic, thank you. When he like gets them on the ground right before the end, I was like very surprised by that. Oh yeah, it comes kind of out of nowhere. Like they really, really are kind of back and forth, back and forth. You know, nobody, they're both landing, but they're not landing like clean, hard, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, yeah it, it's 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 like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, like, oh shit, there it is. You yeah, know? he looks surprised. I mean, he looks surprised. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it really Stipe got him does. off guard. Old uh, Stipe. Yeah. But yeah, I, I yeah. do like both of them as fighters. Uh, I think they're both they incredibly have a good, talented. They also have good vibes. Yeah, they both do. Both of them like have a good, they have a good gut. They have like good dude vibes. Yeah, you know? they, they both they both do. And like, not to, not to you know, Stipe being a, a paramedic and firefighter, that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, Daniel Cormier also like teaches wrestling at the junior high and high school in his town. Uh, and like does a lot of cool things there too. So it, it really is a case of like, they both, do seem to have genuinely good vibes and like do things for other people vibes, which is really fucking cool. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Well, LB, after our many adventures today, I think I'm about ready to, you know, go into the cool down round here. How about <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. All right. Uh, well, everybody, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for fighting through uh, the, the challenges that we have <laughs> to produce this podcast. Thank you, Jordan, for producing the podcast as well. Thank you, Jordan. I <laughs> think Jordan, you're a, you're a gift. You are our coach. You are our mentor. You are yeah. the person who makes it happen. So we thank you're you. You're like in our corner talking to us. Yeah, you're in our corner. It makes us really it makes us feel very supported, and we appreciate that. I can't we even tell cuts. you how important that is to have somebody good in your corner. You know. Oh wait, you know what's a good name for an editor? What? A cut man. A cut man! Oh, I love it! Cut man, I'm writing that down. That's really good. I love that. I really love that. <laughs> uh, that's so good. And it's gender neutral, of course. Cutman. You of know, course, like, yeah. like crewman. Like could be Cutman. could be anybody, you know. Any any person of any type of gender. Um, but yeah, so thank you. 
And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, please do rate and review our podcast because it helps us. And please tell your friends. If you have a friend who likes pro wrestling or MMA or thinks they might like it or thinks they might like looking at, like, hot action figure kind of guys or, mm-hmm. you know, fightery types who maybe do, like, coach high school and do paramedic shit and do firefighter shit or really just any of these things, you know, any of these things, uh, tell your friends because that helps us so much. I can't even tell you how much that helps us. So thank you. Thank you for being in our corner, friends. Uh, and please, please do listen to our stuff at fanbite.com slash podcasts. Please do follow us on Twitter uh, at Fanbyte Media and Fanfight F-A-N-F-Y-T-E on Instagram at Fanbyte, on TikTok at Fanbyte, and of course on fanbyte.com and you can watch all of our good streams at twitch.tv slash Fanbyte and also please do check out our incredible wrestling coverage that LB uh, cultivates, curates, edits, and puts forth for us at fanbyte.com slash wrestling. LB, where can we find you online? Is there anything you'd like to plug this week? Uh, you can find me online on Twitter at Hunk Tears. Uh, if you like listening to me and Danielle talk yeah. to each other, yeah. uh, you may also enjoy listening to us talk to John Warren about uh, this movie, um, kind of little known from little the 90s flick. called Jurassic Park. <laughs> 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 which uh, came out this week. Yeah. Uh, you can check that out on You Love to See It. I watched Jurassic Park backwards. Uh, I'm so, it was I'm so uh, delighted up by experience. that. <laughs> and yeah, uh, we, we have a lot of fun here. So you should check out all of our various things. Thank you so much, Danielle. Thank you so much, Jordan. And thank you so much, listeners. What do you, what kind of sound? Wait, where can people find you, Danielle? Oh, at Danielle R.I. If you want to see my my stuff, if you want to see that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh. How about a Cutman sound? You want to make like a Cutman sound? Okay. What do they sound? Well, well, I guess I'll just guess. Yeah. Yeah. Just whatever comes to mind. Whatever comes. Whatever okay. feels natural. All right. Do you want to count it okay. down this week? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Cool. Okay. Hold still. Cutman. Cutman. I'm doing something on your wound. Whoosh. It's good now. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have a good week.